Okay, so let's come into child's pose. So if you're new to yoga practice, come to all fours. Touch your big toes together. Separate your knees. Sit back towards your heels. Stretch your arms forward and bring your forehead to the floor. Find your breath. And as you breathe, just set your intention for practice. Those of you who are new to practice, your intention can really be anything. It's kind of the energy with which you're approaching your practice. It can be as simple as to stay present. Or you might have something a little more personal that you're working with. Maybe to let go of a certain situation, thought pattern, or habit. And... Whatever energy this practice generates in a positive way for you will help you with reinforcing that intention. And as always, if that doesn't resonate with you, don't do it. Do what works for you in this practice. Let's come up to all fours. Place the wrist under the shoulders and the knees under the hips. Press your palms and your shoelaces firmly into the floor. Draw the lower belly toward the spine without changing the shape of the spine. Keep breathing. Inhale deeply. As you exhale, round your back toward the ceiling, move your nose and your tail toward your belly button, cat pose. As you inhale, pull your tail back and up, heart forward and chin up, cow posture. Exhaling, curling in, cat pose. And then inhaling as you extend out to cow posture. And then move at your own pace, exhaling to curl into cat. Inhale to expand into cow. So you're moving one breath, one movement. Good. Just a few more rounds. Stay aware of your hands, feet, and low belly as your foundation or anchor points. Stay rooted, stay grounded. Good. Come back to a neutral all fours position. Extend your right arm straight out in front. Wrist in line with shoulder, thumb points toward the ceiling. Try to keep the weight evenly spaced between the remaining three limbs that are on the floor. You'll need to use your core to help stabilize the posture. Breathe deeply. Good. One more inhale, and then as you exhale, bring your right hand down to the floor. Inhale deeply, and as you exhale, feel your weight evenly on all fours. Inhale, extend the left arm forward, wrist in line with shoulder, thumb to ceiling. Breathe. So it doesn't really matter where you look as long as your neck is comfortable. Ideally, you're looking directly at the floor or slightly in front of the hand. But you know your body and you'll find the position of the head that feels best for you. Your body's going to let you know 
what feels right. One more inhale. Exhale, bring the left hand to the floor. Inhale deeply. Exhale, feel your weight on all fours. Good. Extend the right arm forward, thumb to ceiling. Extend the left leg back, reaching through the toes. So you're reaching forward through the right arm, back through the left leg, stabilizing the weight between the left palm and the right leg. Crown of the head reaches forward as the tail reaches back. One more deep inhale. Exhale, release the hand and the knee to the floor. Inhale deeply. Exhale, feel the weight on all fours. Good. Inhale, extend the left arm forward, thumb to ceiling, wrist in line with shoulder. Keep breathing. And then extend your right leg back, reach through the toes. We have a long line of energy running from the left fingertips through the right toes. Good. One more inhale, reach long. Exhale, release the hand and knee down. Inhale deeply. Exhale, feel your weight on all fours. Walk your hands forward, one handprint. Curl your toes under and come up to downward dog. If you're new to yoga, you can take a peek around and see what the pose looks like. Ideally, you have your knees bent a little bit and your hips are lifting up toward the ceiling. Especially if you have tight hamstrings, knees are bent. So you're pressing firm through the center of the hands, letting the shoulders melt back as if you're trying to touch your armpits to your knees. Good, breathe. The entire surface of the palm, knuckles, and fingers are pressing flat to the floor. Let your head hang heavy. Look toward your belly button or between your feet. Good. Pedal the heel slowly. Right heel drops and then exchange, dropping the left heel. Back to the right heel and just keep pedaling side to side nice and slow. Breathing as you're moving. Feeling the space that's being created in the backs of the legs, the mobility in the toes and the ankles. Stay firm through the hands. Next time that you press your left heel down, come back to pressing both heels evenly. Slowly walk your hands to your feet. Once your heels are on the floor, Keep walking the hands back so that you're folded over your legs. It makes no difference whether you're touching the floor or not, so I'd rather you just honor your hamstrings, bend your knees if you need to, or you can work with a straight but unlocked knee. Let the head hang heavy, let the arms hang heavy. Pit of the abdomen is drawn in, so the space below the belly button is drawn in. From the downward press of your feet, begin to roll up to standing one vertebra at a time as if being guided like a puppet on a string. Let the head and the arms stay heavy. See if you can connect the downward press of the feet to the upward rising to standing. Seeing how the feet are used to create that movement. So chin is the very last thing to lift. Arms hang loosely at the sides. Good. On your next inhale, float your arms out and up overhead. <coughs> Interlace your ring, pinky, and middle fingers. Palms are pressing together. One more inhale. And then as you exhale, side bend to your right. So keep the arms long, elbows are pressing in toward the ears. Tailbone is moving down toward the heels and feet continue to press into the floor. See if you can press your thigh bones back. 
Good. Stay strong through the legs. Inhale. Come up to center. And as you exhale, side bend to your left. The pit of the abdomen is drawn in. Stay grounded through the legs. Keep the hips centered over the knees and feet. Good. Pressing the feet down. Inhale. Come up to center. Exhale. Release your arms out and down by your sides. Pause here. Breathing. Soften your palms and your fingers. Inhale deeply. As you exhale, bring your chin to your chest and round down one vertebra at a time. So you're coming back down to that standing fold position. Keep pressing the feet into the floor, even though you're rolling down this time. And then take a peek at your feet. Make sure your toes are pointed straight ahead and that you only have one fist width between your feet. You can have less than that if you'd like, but no more. Good. Relax the jaw. Let the head hang even heavier. And then bend your knees as much as you need to to get your hands on the floor. Walk your hands forward and come out to plank position. So plank position is a straight line through your body with your armpits right over top of your wrist. And then for the first round, we'll do easy plank. So please put your knees on the floor, point your toes behind you. Inhale deeply, and then as you exhale, try to lower down to the floor so that your underbody lands all at once rather than hips first. Just do your best. And then once you're on the floor, extend your arms back toward your feet. So we're gonna do a little locust variation. Roll your palms toward the ceiling. Press your pinky toes into the floor firmly. Press the pubic bone into the floor. And then lift your chin and your chest up as high as you can comfortably. Good. One more inhale. Exhale, lower down, hands under shoulders. And then as you inhale, push up to all fours. Exhale, sit to the heels, child's pose. Forehead comes to the mat, rest and breathe. Good, big toes together. Knees apart. And as you rest, breathe deep into the low back as if you have an extra set of lungs at the low back and you're trying to fill that set of lungs as well. Good. Find your way up to all fours. Walk your hands forward, one handprint. Curl your toes under and come up to downward dog. Good. So hips to ceiling. Think about drawing an upside down letter V with your body. Good. Steady breathing. And then begin to walk your hands slowly to your feet. So we did this already. It's starting to get familiar now. Once your hands are to your feet and your heels are on the floor, just hang over your legs, nice loose spine. Letting the head and neck go completely. So the crown of the head is lengthening toward the floor. Good, and press your feet down, start to roll up to standing one vertebra at a time. 
Good. Once you're all the way up, let the arms hang at your sides. Breathe. Good. On your inhale, sweep the arms out and all the way up overhead. Interlace the pinky ring and middle fingers. Press the palms together firmly. Inhale deeply, and as you exhale, side bend to your right. Stay here, breathe. Tailbone moves toward the heels, thighs press back. Elbows are moving in toward the ears. Pit of the belly is drawn in. Good. On your inhale, press the feet down, come up to center. And then as you exhale, head on over to the left, side bending. Good. Breathe. Press the feet down. Inhale, come back up to center. Exhale, release the arms out and down by your sides. Pause, inhaling, soften the wrist and fingers. Exhale, bring your chin down to your chest and round down. One vertebra at a time, coming all the way back down to that standing fold. Knees are unlocked, feet no more than fist width apart. Toes point straight ahead. And the reason we place our feet in that way is not to be picky or to look fancy in the pose. It's about rewiring your body back to original alignment or optimal alignment. Perhaps you were born with misalignment in your body. That does happen. So we're encouraging the body to come back to optimal alignment so that everything sits nicely in the body and we're more at ease. So when you're ready, bend your knees enough to put your hands on the floor, walk forward, come out to plank position. If you're new to the practice, again, you can look around if you need to, do the best you can. So a long straight line through the body from heels to crown of the head, armpits are aligned over your wrist. Good, and then you can either put your knees down and do the easy plank or keep your knees up for a little more challenge. Inhale deeply. Exhale, lower yourself down to the floor. Try to land on one line. It may or may not happen. Beautiful. And then inhale, reach the arms toward the feet. Press the feet into the floor. Press the pubic bone into the floor. So as you press the feet and the pubic bone into the floor, the knees, the chin and the chest draw up off of the floor. Arms are off of the floor. You're reaching toward your feet. Good. Breathe. So see if you can lift your chest and your chin up. Look forward. Good. And arms are up. And you're reaching back. Good. Good. One more inhale. Exhale. Lower down. Place your hands under your shoulders. Inhale, push up to all fours or back up to that full plank. Exhale, either to child's pose or downward dog. So you're choosing the pose that allows you to work at the level that you're comfortable with today. So some days we need a more nurturing practice. Some days we need a more physical practice. And yoga is so amazing in that it allows us to adapt the practice to where we are. Good. Slowly walk the hands to the feet. Again, coming into standing fold. Let your head be heavy. Good. Checking in with your feet, making any adjustments. And then pressing down through the feet to round up to standing nice and slow. Mindful of your breath as you come up. Once you're all the way up, let the arms hang loose. Breathe. Good. Inhale, reach the arms out and up. Interlace your hands, press the palms together. 
Beautiful. Go ahead and inhale again. Exhale, side bend to your right. Tailbone is reaching toward heels. Thigh bones are pressing back. Pit of the belly is supporting. It's drawn in. Elbows are pressing in toward the ears. Shoulder blades slide down the back. See if you can soften your jaw and your tongue. Press your feet down. Inhale, come up to center. And exhale, side bend to the left. Good. Breathe. Do the best that you can to align your body in the pose. Good. One more breath. And then as you inhale, press the feet down, come up to center. As you exhale, release your arms out and down. And then let's go ahead and turn um, sideways toward this outer wall. And if you're of average height, step your feet about three feet apart. If you're a little taller, go a little wider. So a little less than what would be wrist distance if your arms were out. You want to have your feet just a little closer in than that. Toes point straight ahead, so be very specific about that. That means the outer edge of each foot is parallel to the short edges of your mat. So you feel slightly, slightly pigeon-toed. And then bring your hands onto your hips. Drop your tail toward the point between your heels. You'll feel the pubic bone rise up. Good. Inhale deeply. Keep the pelvis tilted. Exhale, bend your knees. Keep your spine upright. So from the hips up, nothing changes. Just bending your knees. And you won't go very far, so don't try to push it. This is horse stance. Bring your hands together in front of your heart, or you can leave them at your hips. Good. Some of you are starting to hinge your spine forward. Try to bring it back upright. So if you can imagine you're still standing upright other than your knees are bent. Good. And you can stay here, open the arms out to the sides, palms face up. Stay here, breathe. Good, just a couple more breaths. You can tilt your pelvis. Good. And then press your feet down, come up, bring your hands together at your heart. Pause, deep breath in and out. Good, so we're just repeating. Keep the hands at the heart. Inhale deeply. Keep your spine upright. Exhale, bend the knees into horse stance. Good, so you're neither leaning back or forward in the spine. Beautiful. Pick out a focal point. You can look at the tip of your hands or something on the wall in front of you. Pick a spot. You can keep your hands at your heart or extend the arms out, palms up. Breathe. Press into the outer edges of your feet. Feel your inner ankles lifting. And yes, your thighs are supposed to be talking to you, so try to be a good listener. Press your feet down. Inhale. Come up to standing. Hands at heart. Good. And a deep breath in and out. Good. We have one more round of horse stance, so inhaling deeply. Exhale, sit down into the knees, keep the spine upright. Another way to think of keeping the spine upright is if you're balancing a book or an object on your head, so you wouldn't want to tilt forward or back. And then you can keep the hands at the heart or extend the arms out, palms up. Breathe. Press into the outer feet, inner ankles are lifting. And as in all of our active poses, you're supporting through the low abdominals. The pit of the belly is drawn in. See if you can come down another millimeter. Remember, a millimeter is a tiny measurement. Press your feet down, inhale, come up to standing. Bring your hands together at your heart. Good. Pause. Enjoy another breath in and out. Good. Step the feet in closer together and then find your way back to the back edge of your mat facing the front edge of your mat.
feet fist width or closer. Hands loose at your sides. And go ahead and inhale deeply. Exhale, bring your chin to your chest and round down one vertebra at a time. Come back down to the standing fold. Good, heavy through the head, loose through the shoulders and arms. Soft knees. Good, and then walking your hands forward, come to plank position once again. Good, so either easy plank on the knees or knees can be off of the floor. Inhale deeply, exhale, lower yourself down to the floor nice and slow. Beginners, feel free to use your knees, especially if your hips are hitting the ground before your chest, then you need to be using your knees or you're going to pinch your back. And then once you're all the way down, we'll take a locust again, so press your feet into the floor, your hips into the floor, specifically the pubic bone. Your kneecaps, your chin and chest drop off of the floor. Reach the arms towards your feet. Hands are floating. Good. Breathe. Good. One more breath in. Exhale. Lower down. This time just turn your head to one cheek. So you're resting with the head turned to one side. Make sure that you can relax all of the muscles of the body. So if that means you need to take eyeglasses off, you can do that. Just make sure you set them maybe on top of your block. I have been known to step on glasses in class because they kind of blend in with the carpet. So just make sure they're in a safe spot. Good, breathing. And then we're just gonna move into some really passive hip openers. So what I recommend doing at first so you can see what's going on is just kind of propping yourself up enough so that you can see me. And then you'll just be drawing your right knee. So right knee comes up toward the right armpit. And you just bring it up as close to the armpit as you can. And then once you've done that, take the arms out laterally, palms flat to the floor and then you can turn your head to one cheek again. If that's uncomfortable, just stack your hands in front of you and put your forehead on your hands. And then those of you who have um, pretty open hips already, you can do this with a straight leg instead of a bent knee. So you're gonna straighten the leg and you can kind of crawl the foot up to about armpit height. You can even reach out and hold the big toe of the right foot with your right hand. Okay, so either with a bent knee or a straight leg. And then once you've found a comfortable position, find your breath and see if you can let the bones become heavy so the hips are dropping toward the floor, you're not pressing. Just letting gravity do its work. This is a really nice one for those of you who bike or run. Or if you're human. <laughs> and keep breathing. Close your eyes. If it makes it uncomfortable for you to close your eyes, then find a focal point so you're looking at something and have your eyes half closed instead of all the way open or all the way closed.
Good. Bring your hands in so that you can use your arms for leverage to release the legs straight back. Once your legs are together, turn your head to one side, hands by your hips, and just relax for a moment. <sighs> Feels nice, huh? <laughs> Good. Second side. So use your arms for leverage. Draw your left knee up toward your left armpit. Either keeping a bent knee or straightening the leg. And then spread the arms out like wings, palms face down. Turn your head to the opposite cheek so that you're not on the same cheek you were on the first side. And breathe. Hips become very heavy. And it's just this really nice passive opening in the hip joint. So when you're practicing at home, if you like to do this with the straight leg, you can position yourself close to a wall so that your foot can catch the wall. And that can make the stretch even more pleasant. And then you don't have to worry about holding on to the foot with the hand if you can't quite reach the hand of the foot yet. That's just for people with a straight leg. If your knee's bent, don't worry about it. <laughs> Everybody's looking around like, what? Catch my what with my what? I can't do that. <laughs> don't worry about it. Good, last few breaths, make them count. Heavy, heavy bones. This is a really comforting posture. It puts the heart against the earth. So the heart is shielded. And it's easier for us to let our guard down when we feel that sense of safety in the heart. Good. Use your hands for leverage and straighten the left leg behind you once again. Turn your head to the opposite cheek. Release your hands by your hips. Let the bones become heavy and breathe. Find your way to child's pose when you're ready. So if you need to take a few more breaths, feel free to do that. And coming up to a seated position. So if you haven't already noticed, we're doing a few hip openers this evening. So make sure your blanket's handy. You may or may not need it. If you didn't get a blanket, hopefully you have a block. If you didn't get a block, come up and get one. They're in the bag up here. And then for those of us who have pretty tight hips, meaning usually we sit on a blanket when we sit upright, I'm going to recommend shoelace pose. So shoelace pose, you're just going to cross your legs over one another and just attempt to stack the knees. Um, do your right leg on top. Try to stack the knees one over top of the other. And you can see from there mine aren't quite exactly stacked. So you're just doing the best that you can. 
and you'll probably right away feel something in the outer hips. And for those of you, <laughs> Steve, <laughs> for those of you who don't feel a stretch in the outer hips or it's a mild stretch, then you're going to take the second pose that I'm going to offer. So either stay here or you're going to take double pigeon pose, which means you're going to stack your right foot on top of your uh, left knee and your right knee is aligned right over top of your left foot. And if you have a really wide gap between your knee and foot like I do, you probably have tighter hips. If you have almost no gap like David does, you have looser hips. So we can have hip envy. <laughs> and then if you do choose the, the second variation and you have a wider gap between the knee and the foot but you're comfortable here, then I would just recommend taking your blanket or block and putting it under the left knee, so the lower knee, and that'll kind of help even things out so the knee's not um, quite up so high. Okay, so you're either in double pigeon or you're in shoelace. And then either way, bring your hands to the floor on either side of your hips and elongate your spine. Find your breath, draw your tailbone toward the floor, feel your low back lengthen. And then for those of you who already have an intense stretch in your hips, stay here. If you don't have an intense stretch in your hips, you can bring your hands forward and start to walk the arms forward until you're folded over your legs. Good, keep breathing. So we're just gonna do a couple of adjustments. See if you can bring this foot so it's under this knee. Good, and then flex both of your feet so you're pulling the toes toward the kneecaps on both feet. Mm -hmm. And then can you bring this ankle so it's resting here? <laughs> there you go, good. Do you feel more stretch in your hips now? Okay. And if it's too intense, just stay upright. And again, you can take the blanket and put it under this knee, and it'll help a little bit. Or maybe a block. I'll just try it and see what happens. Felt that knee lower a little, right? Okay. So see what happens. You can always switch poses if you need to. Okay, so just a few more breaths. So when you're doing deep hip openers, typically you stay for a minute or two. If you can stay like three, five minutes, that's great. Most people are ready to scream at that point though, so work yourself up to it. Keep breathing. So the intensity level should be right at the edge to where you feel if you go further, you might grit your teeth. So you don't want to go into teeth clenching mode. You want to be just right at your edge. About three more deep breaths. Good, and then very slowly come back up. So you're sitting tall. And then we'll switch sides. So you'll need your left leg on top this time. So whichever pose you did on the first side, do it on the second side. Keep in mind there should not be pain in your knees. If you're getting pain in your knees, wave me over and we'll do an alternative pose for you. And once you're settled in, again, hands out to the sides on the mat, lengthen your spine. And then once you've found a length of spine, or a sense of length in your spine, fold forward, 
walking your hands forward, or you can even keep the hands behind you, walking the hands behind you. That's another way to fold. And then eventually the spine will round, but at least get started in the fold with a flat back so that you're moving from your hips at first rather than straining your low back. And those of you who are in the double pigeon, the one that I'm in right now, make sure that you're keeping your feet really flexed, your toes are moving toward your kneecaps. That'll keep your knees safe. Deepen your breath. Soften your jaw. If you can't do one or both of those, back off a little bit. Last three breaths. Good, and slowly come up to a straight spine. Release the legs. And extend your legs straight out in front. Place your hands behind you so you can lean back into them and then shake the feet out. Good. Find a simple cross leg position. Inhale, float the arms up. Exhale, twist to your right. Right hand lands on the floor behind you. Left hand lands on the floor in front of you. So just a gentle twist. Point your chin over your right knee. Drop the tailbone to the floor. Lift the heart up through the crown. Breathe deep in and out. Long, full breaths. Good. On your next inhale, come to center. Reach the arms up. And exhale, go to the other side. Left hand to the floor behind you. Right hand to the floor in front of you. Drop your tailbone. Lift your heart. Point the chin over the left knee. Breathe. And coming back to center. Okay, so we're going to give reclined bound angle a go here. So find your strap so that you have it in a big loop. And then you're going to 
Put that over your torso so that the belt is around the top of the hips. Make sure it's at the hips and not the low back. And then before you loop yourself in with the feet, you can watch me demo. So there's a couple of ways that you can do the reclined part of the posture. It's going to be a little more challenging or a little more intense to do the back bend, which is what I'm going to demonstrate first. Um, so if that doesn't work for you, you can just lie back flat um, on the mat. So if you are going to try the back bend, then you'll place your block in line with your spine. And you'll want the base of the shoulder blades kind of hitting the middle of the block. You can have the block turned up on its edge or flat. Either way, I like it on the edge. I like a little higher prop. So in order to come back, you'll bring your elbows to the floor. So you may not want to go all the way back until you see everything. <laughs> At this point, once you're on your elbows, you'll want to tighten the strap up so that your feet are drawn in as close as they can be. And then to go all the way back, you'll put one hand behind your head. And then your head will drop back either onto the floor or onto your blanket. You can bunch up your blanket so it's more like a pillow. Or your head can drop to the floor and then your arms will go out like wings. So once you're here, if you feel like you need to come up and readjust, roll to one side. You can also reach down and unbuckle the strap first if you need a little extra room. But if you have to come out of it, roll to the side instead of trying to sit straight up. Okay? Clear as mud, right? Base of the shoulder blades lands about in the middle of the block. So neither of the above. <laughs> So what you want to make sure of with the block is that it's not pushing into um, the lower part of the mid-back, but more into the middle of the mid-back, upper mid-back. And then make sure your head's resting on something. If you don't have something and you're all the way down, holla at me and I'll bring something. Is your, do you need something in that? Okay. Is your head hanging? I just don't want it to hurt later, so I'm going to bring something to you, okay? Anybody else? Your butt is on the floor, yes. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> should feel really good. The room's getting quiet. That's a good sign that we're all in a comfortable position. So There you go. So just a reminder in reclined uh, um, bound angle, make sure that your soles of your feet are together. So the strap goes around your hips and around your feet. So the strap's going over the inner thighs. Here, this way you don't have to get up. Stay down. Stay. <laughs> Good, so soles of the feet together.
Good, so the inner thighs are soft so that the leg bones can drop toward the floor. And if you can, close your eyes. Just another moment or so here. This is your opportunity to practice letting go. So anything that you'd like to let go of. Again, it can be a thought process, maybe a negative thought you've been holding on to. It can be letting go of anything you might be holding against yourself or withholding from yourself. Maybe just giving yourself permission to rest here. To drop everything, no matter how important it might seem, and just breathe and feel. So one more deep breath here. And then we'll start to release out of the pose. So keep in mind you'll be rolling to the side. If you need to reach down for the buckle of the strap and just loosen the strap, or if you can just wiggle your feet out of the strap, whatever you need to do, it'll be a little awkward. So roll to your side and <laughs> untangle yourself as best as you can. And this is one of those poses, it's like live and learn. So if you didn't set it up to where the buckle was handy, next time you'll probably set it up that way. <laughs> and then once you've rolled to your side and come up, you can set all your props off to the side. And then just lie down on your back. So again, just coming into your breaths, we're taking Shavasana, our final resting pose. If you feel a chill, you can always throw your blanket over yourself. If you're already settled in and you want me to come tuck you in, just wave at me. I'll come by and spread your blanket out for you. So palms are turned face up toward the ceiling. And if that feels uncomfortable in any, way, in any way, try putting your hands on your torso. So maybe hands to belly, one hand to heart, one hand to belly. So the idea is to be as comfortable as possible for the next few moments so that you can give your full attention to your breathing. As you give your full attention to your breathing, let your bones become heavy.
When your mind wanders off, bring it back to your breath. do shoulder and neck adjustments tonight so when I come by if that's something you'd rather not receive just let me know keep breathing it's kind of like peeling an onion you're just letting layer after layer fall away
And slowly beginning to deepen your breath, each inhale increasing. See if you can keep your eyes closed. And then gently moving the fingers and the toes. And then as you feel ready with eyes closed, bend your knees and roll to your right, just curling up on your right side, pausing here to breathe. Press down through your left hand. Use the arms to come up to seat it. Again, eyes closed as best as you can. sound om three times again om represents our interconnectedness let's inhale together Acknowledging your efforts for stepping onto the mat today, knowing that by nurturing yourself, you benefit all those you come in contact with. Namaste. So thank you so much.